0: Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and be sure to enter the promo code STC. So we'll jump right into today's podcast session. Hello, hello, welcome to session 258 of Selling the Couch. Hope you're having a wonderful day. It's uh, really nice just to be able to connect with you over the uh, airwaves As I record this, man, we are less than 30 days away from the presidential election. And I know that for many of us, this is just such a stressful and overwhelming and hopeful and all of those time. And I hope that no matter where you are politically and who you're voting for, I hope especially that you are taking good care of yourself. You are creating space for enlightening dialogues and all of those different things. I'm a big believer that that we can't exist if we're truly divided. And I hope that, you know, especially as clinicians, I hope that you're able to take some space to really learn, uh, especially from others who may have differing viewpoints than you do. I know that this is something that I'm actively thinking about and trying to do as well. launching an online course, you can check out that workshop over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Again, that's sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. So today's podcast, I was actually, it's actually the first of a two-part series. It's all about live streaming and live streaming is actually, well, before I get started, so I started a live stream right around When this pandemic started, I decided to call it the STC online income stream. And the tagline for it is growing our impact and our income beyond the therapy room. And as I record this right now, we mainly focus just on podcasting and online courses, but I have plans to expand it into different areas like entrepreneurship and email list building and online community building and a bunch of different stuff. And Truth be told, I was really nervous about starting this live stream. I'm not the most comfortable around, especially on video. I find myself getting a lot more self-conscious. And in fact, I tried a few live streams a few years ago when Periscope first came out, and I absolutely hated it. I was so nervous. I hated trying to use my phone to talk. And then I got really self-conscious when I realized that half the time I was talking and no one was actually watching. So I was trying to look for dialogue and trying to create meaningful dialogue, but no one was actually watching the live stream. And it was really embarrassing. And I think it confirmed a lot of my fears about why not to do a live stream and why I should just stick to podcasting and all of those different things. But... That was a few years ago. And as selling the couch has grown, and I think more importantly, as I have grown as a person and as an entrepreneur, I've thought again and again about live streaming. One of the reasons is, you know, I've, I've since that time, I've done a lot more videos. So I do a lot of webinars. I do monthly Q and A's. I do monthly teaching workshops, a bunch of different stuff like that. And I've gotten more familiar and more comfortable just being in front of the camera. And so I, I, one, I just thought maybe it's a good time just to explore it, especially because you know, I was so scared and maybe I'll have a different experience this time. And even when I first started the the Selling the Couch online income stream, I really, really did struggle with it. They're basically 15-minute talks focused on growing our impact and income beyond therapy. Remember, the way I set them up is one week we talk about a podcasting-related topic. The next week we talk, we take a podcasting-related or a online course-related topic or a question and we just explore it for like 15 minutes. And I share some of the tips and strategies I've learned along the way. And then we sign off until next week. The other reasons that I wanted to get back into live streaming is one, I just, you know, I follow a lot of the marketing space and where things are going. And especially since this pandemic, live streaming is just taking off. And I imagine it's going to continue to, to grow. And not just a live stream where, you know, you might have your iPhone out and just do a live stream, which is perfectly okay. But I was actually more interested in doing a little bit more of a professional quality live stream. So I imagine using live stream both for STC and then also to serve my private practice clients who tend to be successful entrepreneurs who are feeling overwhelmed and stressed out. And the other reason I wanted to do a live stream is I, I want to create more videos just down the line, so video content, but also record more online courses. And with online courses, that definitely requires you to be on video. And I it just means that I have to get more comfortable and more natural sounding in front of the camera. The other reason I wanted to do a live stream is I love to teach and I feel like it's one of my strengths. But at the same time, I want to get better at it because I I feel like there are so many ways and and things that I can get better at. And I felt like doing a live stream when there's the opportunity for live feedback and the opportunity to kind of mess up in live time without the option to edit, right? I just thought that would be a really good, really just good learning experience and just, just make me a better teacher. And especially with the STC Online Income Stream, I do... I follow a same schedule as with the podcast. So I basically, you know, live stream three months, take one month off, live stream three months, take one month off, live stream two months, and then take November and December off. That's at least my plan for the online income stream this year. This is kind of a one-year experiment to see if, even if I like it. And thus far, I have, surprisingly. But, and then I think the final reason I wanted to do an online, or a uh, live stream Is I've learned in my own business journey and just personal journey that the best or at least the most unexpected stuff in life and in business happens when you push beyond what's familiar and what's safe. And when you go to that which is unknown and scary. I was terrified to launch this podcast five years ago and somehow we passed a million downloads five years later. Right. And so, and I think just. Doing things like that, I think, has just made me a more courageous person in life, right? Instead of always just planning, 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 but never actually doing. With the live stream, as I mentioned, I wanted to make it a little bit of uh, more high quality. And what I found over these past weeks is, first of all, there's a lot of tech that you have to figure out. And I really like technology and I nerd out on this stuff, but this is a lot of tech. And I started with a simple webcam. I use a Logitech C920. Oh, oh, by the way, if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash live streaming gear, sellingthecouch.com forward slash live streaming gear, that link has all of my live streaming gear listed. And then I have a little description about how I'm using it just to help you out. So you know, I started as I mentioned with a simple webcam, and it was actually really embarrassing. So the the very first or the second live stream, I I have this little blanket in my room that I use sometimes just when I'm or when I'm cold. I've totally forgot to remove it, so it was like hanging out behind me. So it was not the definitely not the look that I was going for. But you know, you, you live and learn, right? I also had some pretty big tech issues. There were definitely a couple of times where. The mic that I was supposed to be using didn't come through, and so it picked up my computer mic or the webcam mic. The webcam mic was okay, but it was a bit hollow. but I have my laptop placed in my desk, and so when the laptop mic was activated my my voice for i remember one of the live streams where I was like really into like showing folks how to show something on my screen and about three minutes in, somebody on the live stream was like, "Hey, we can't hear you and I'm like, Oh." So, you know, you learn and stuff like that. And I don't know, it's nothing like it in vivo exposure, right? So, but I've learned a ton of stuff just about live streaming from watching a lot of YouTube videos and actually then diving in. And as I shared, this is a two-part podcast episode. Today, I want to share the tech that I'm using for the live streams. And the next episode, I want to actually talk about content creation and how I actually con- uh, create content in a 30 minute chunk every week. So I'm not spending like hours and hours creating content. And again, as we go through some of this gear, if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash live streaming kit, it has all of my stuff listed. So the essential gear that you need for a live stream, especially like a pro quality live stream. And what I mean, like pro quality, I mean, like the lights and the like, your face is really nicely lit up, there's like a sparkle in your eyes. The background that you're recording from is kind of blurred out, but you are in focus and you're really sharp. The mic that you're using is like not actually on the screen during a live stream. So you're not like talking into like a podcasting mic like I'm doing right now, which I actually did for the first several episodes of the live stream because I was still saving up for a mic. But the mic is off screen and, and then you're using some sort of professional software to be able to, for example, interact with your audience while you're doing the live stream, pull up their comments onto your screen. If you have like, you know, certain link that you want them to follow, being able to pop that link up on the screen, stuff like that. And so the essential gear is that you need for a live stream is first of all, you need a digital SLR. You need a microphone and then you need a software. If you are a Windows user, I would look into a piece of software called vMix. So that's V is in like victory and then mix. So vMix. And then if you are a Mac user, which I am, I would definitely look into something called Ecamm Live. It's just the software that I use. It's fantastic. There's so many cool things that you can do with this piece of software. And vMix does something very similar. So in terms of a DSLR, I'm not going to, I'm going to share what the DSLR I use But again, I would encourage you to go to this, go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash live streaming kit, because I am recording this in October of 2020. And I imagine new pieces of tech will come out later. So if you use that link, I'll keep updating it for like my latest camera recommendations and stuff like that. So I use a Nikon D810. This is a very expensive DSLR, but that you 99% of you guys that are listening do not need. The only reason I have this SLR is I do landscape photography as a hobby. And so I have this camera and it's been sitting around when I'm not doing taking photographs and it also takes videos. So I was like, oh, I can just use that. And so you need a digital SLR. And again, if you use that link, you can. there's some some way cheaper recommendations that are as, as good quality. And I also have, I would recommend getting a wide angle lens. So I like the twenty-four seventy kind of range when it comes to, when it comes to live streaming. I like lenses. So there's like what's called fixed focus lenses. And then there are these ones that forgot the term is, but they essentially move from like one range to another. And a fixed focus means like you just get like 50 millimeters, right? It just stays at one thing. I would try to get one that moves because sometimes you, when you're doing a live stream, you may want to do more of a wide angle shot. Other times you may want to do a closer in and it just, it's nice to have the ability just to move that with a twist of a lens as opposed to swapping out the lens. As I mentioned, I use it twenty-four seventy, And then the other number you want to look at is what's called the aperture number. So it's F 2.8. So you want to look at, try to get a lens that's under 2.8. So 2.8 to 1.4 is where you kind of want to really focus on. Now, the really nice thing about these 2.8 lenses is they give you a really crisp picture. But it gives you the background also blurred out. So it gives it a really nice professional look. So imagine, for example, if a potential referral source or a potential client sees this video and it's not just like another webcam kind of live stream or it's not a live stream through a phone. It just looks so much sharper. Again, that link, sellingthecouch.com forward slash live streaming kit, has my gear as well, what I'm currently using, just so that it gives you information. The next piece of gear that you need is called a capture card. And the best way to explain a capture card is the it takes the signal that our digital SLRs are creating from the video and it and it takes it into our computer and converts that signal so that our computers can basically read it. And this is not essential because a lot of the Sony and the Canon and to some degree the Nikon digital SLRs as I record this, you can actually just plug in an HDMI cable from your digital SLR into your computer and you can actually transfer it. The advantage of doing a capture card is the quality is like significantly better. And I use a Magewell HDMI card. And again, that link above has the one that I use. But I would highly recommend it. So a digital SLR will set you back. I mean, I would plan on spending somewhere between, again, you don't have to build this out right, like piece by, you can build it out piece by piece. But in total, I would probably spend, anticipate spending somewhere between 1000 to $1,500 to get all of this higher quality gear. I'm a big believer in not, you don't have to get like the top, top end of gear. But I'm, in, I'm a big believer in getting nicer gear, especially if you're going to be doing stuff like doing live streams and online courses and stuff. That way you don't, then you're not having to like upgrade later and then you have to sell your current one or what are you going to do with your current one? That kind of stuff, right? It's better to save up and just get the thing that you want. After this, you want a microphone. And as I mentioned at the beginning, there's an option definitely to put like a podcasting mic. The disadvantage with the podcasting mic is when you're doing a live stream, it's like literally right in front of your face. And so it's a bit distracting on a live stream. And sometimes it makes your face not exactly the easiest to see. If you actually look at some of the earlier versions of the STC online income stream, you can see what I'm talking about. On it, you'll notice like my left cheek and like half of my (laughs) lips are covered up because I'm trying to like have this mic and talk into it because you have to be really close to these mics in order to pick up the levels. And so what I decided to do was make a pretty big upgrade and I decided to get a nicer mic. So I use the Rode video mic NTG. This is a fantastic mic. If you don't have a mic at all and you want something that's super versatile for online sessions that where It gives you a rich sound, but it doesn't have to appear on the screen. If you are doing podcast interviews or have your own podcast, if you imagine live streaming, if you imagine creating online course content, if you are going to be interviewing people online, any of this stuff, I highly recommend looking into this video mic NTG. As I record this, it's around $249. It's not a cheap mic, but the really nice thing with this mic is that It You don't need like a separate mixer for this mic, you can actually plug it just into the USB slot on your computer, and it produces a really nice and rich sound. The other advantage of this mic, as I mentioned, is you can have it like a couple of feet away from you, like I have it probably about a foot and a half, two feet away from me. It kind of hovers over my head when I do the live streams. And so it's really convenient because I can speak and get quality sound, but the mic is not like directly in front of me. And then after that, you want to have some lights. And I recommend something more specifically called a softbox. And the purpose of lights is just to kind of light up your face. And it gives that, it gives that sparkle to your eyes. And a softbox is a really good idea because it helps to disperse the light and gives it more of a soft glow on your face as opposed to like a really harsh, like almost like a spotlight coming on your face. What I have found, I've done a lot of experimenting and watched a lot of YouTube videos just on like, on setting up these lights. And the thing that I have found is if I'm standing facing the camera, I should have my, ideally, it's good to have two lights. But if you can get away, you can get away with one. I only have one right now, but I'm planning on eventually upgrading to a second light. But you want to place each of those lights at about a 45-degree angle away from you. So if, again, if you're facing forward, do like a 45-degree angle and a 45-degree angle, angle to your left and your right. So basically like a 10 o'clock and a 2 o'clock. And that's where you want to put these lights. And that will, and you want to put them as close as possible to your face without getting into the, the camera Into the camera, the actual video. And the reason you want to do that is these soft boxes disperse light, but I also, so you want to kind of get as big of a soft box as you can afford. And then, but you also want to put them really close to you because the closer they are to you, the more it just kind of disperses that light. So we've got a DSLR camera, DSLR, we've got a lens for it, we've got a capture card, we've got our mic, we've got lights. And the next thing we need is something called, and this is actually completely optional, but it is really helpful to have something like this, especially if you have multiple products and services that you offer through, you know, you have multiple niches, any of those things on your private practice website, or if you have like other stuff, like an online course, if you have multiple email opt-ins, any of these things. And that thing I would recommend is called a Stream Deck. So the one that I use is called the Stream Deck XL. Again, if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash live streaming kit, it has the one that I use. So you don't have to... every. I linked it all to Amazon, so you can just click and buy. And it discloses that on there, but those are affiliate links as well. But the big advantage of a Stream Deck is that it allows you to configure your... A Stream Deck basically looks like... The best way to describe it is like a mini keyboard. So with a bunch of buttons, right? So it allows you to configure each of those buttons to what you want it to do. So for example, you could push a button and stop your live stream. You could push a button to start a live stream. You could push a button to have one screen come up and another screen disappear. But what I use the Stream Deck for a lot is when I am, for example, talking about a product or a service or an opt-in or something like that, I, I push a button and it it shares the URL to where folks can find it onto my screen. It just gives it a lot more professional look. And then if, for example, if somebody is watching the live stream and they're like, oh wait, what did he say? It's up on the screen. And it just, you know, it makes it a lot easier for them to write, write it down or or go visit the site. And then the final piece for a live stream, again, this is completely optional, but I really like to have some kind of like modern, relaxing music. And there are a number of companies out there that you can get like royalty-free music. You can get music, but not all of it's royalty-free. So for things like live streams, podcasts, YouTube videos, all of that kind of stuff, you need to make sure that it has all of the legal stuff. Like you can legally use that music on live streams, for example. The company that I found that does this and that has all of this covered is called Epidemic Sound. And they they have modern music, like you can pick different genres and all of that kind of stuff. And you can then pick music. So One of my challenges with this podcast episode is this is a bunch of audio, right? So you might be wondering like, Mel, can you like show me like a behind the scenes of some of this in action? Good question. So I actually recently did a An STC learning library conversation on live streaming where I did a behind the scenes look at all of this stuff. So for example, I took my one of my cameras and literally moved it around my room and said, hey guys, this is the softbox that I use, this is the digital SLR I use, and this is the mic that I use, and this is how I position it and all of these different things. If you're a very visual person and you're interested in that, or just interested and curious and and wanting to really learn more. I would encourage you to check out sellingthecouch.com forward slash learning and uh, you can learn more about that there. Then the final piece, and again, this live conversation goes more into the software and how I use it. Again, it's hard to show it on a audio conversation, right? So, but I actually showed the software and how I set it up and all of that kind of stuff. But I use something called Ecamm live. And what this software basically allows you to do it is it allows you to control your live stream and almost see it as a production. So I can pull up my live stream on my desktop, which is what I do. And then I have my digital SLR connected to it. And the really cool thing with something like Ecamm Live is I can schedule live streams ahead of time, which I know you can also do that on Facebook. But the other really cool stuff is you can switch between cameras. So for example, if I want to switch between my digital SLR and my webcam, just to give two different camera angles, you can definitely do that. Another thing I really, really like is you can see the f- chats from Facebook and YouTube on Ecamm versus having to log into either Facebook or YouTube. So if you're streaming on Facebook or YouTube, then you don't don't have to worry about logging in and then trying to manage that chat. So the chat literally comes up on Ecamm Live. Just on the back end, you connect your YouTube account and your Facebook account to it. So that's how it's able to do it. But then the really cool thing is once somebody, let's say somebody comments on your live stream, you can then push a little button on Ecamm Live. It says add to broadcast and their comment comes up and pops up right on the screen. And so you can say, hey, Jody mentioned, you know, they use such and such for Or they found such and such is helpful. Jody, you know, thank you so much for that. And that sort of engagement between viewers, I think, is just so helpful. And it keeps a live stream just more active and engaged. And so I would definitely encourage you to check out Ecamm Live as it's a it's a great option. You can go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Ecamm Live. Or you can, again, just go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash live streaming kit to get more information about the gear and software that I use. So I just want to be conscious of time. I hope that this has given you a little bit of an overview of how I set up these live streams. And again, if you are interested in seeing more of a video presentation of this, check out the Selling the Couch learning library. This is just an opportunity for us to be able to share some of the things that are working for us as we grow our income, as we grow our practices, but also our income and our impact beyond the therapy room. Next, the next session, I'm going to actually talk about what happens after I get off the live stream and how I set up the next week's content so that I'm kind of batching it all and doing it all in one fell swoop versus, you know, spending hours and hours at a time trying to create content. Show notes to today's episode can be found over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash session and then number 258. Hey friends, we are on sabbatical from the STC podcast. This is my first sabbatical in seven years, but we will be back in April with brand new episodes of the STC podcast. In the meantime, there are a lot of things happening still with STC. Uh, among them is a brand new workshop that we put together for you that you can sign up at a date and time that works for you. If you are a successful private practitioner and interested in launching an online course, you can check out that workshop over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Again, that's sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Okay, I will see you next time. Bye.